We know what you want. You want to reach more customers and grow your business. But the marketing and PR landscape is murky and confusing. Now you can gain clarity with Straight Talk on the latest marketing and fundraising trends and technology from a true agency pro. Brian Ernest from Amperage Marketing and Fundraising. So amp up your marketing with the Amp Up Podcast. Hello, I'm Brian Ernest, and this is the Amp Up Podcast. Our topic today is the super ads we all saw recently in the big game. Joining me today are several members of our Amperage team. Well, welcome, guys. First, our media director, Denise Hesser. Well, hi, Denise. How are you, Brian? Good morning, and happy Valentine's Day. Well, thank you. Good morning. And let me also introduce Tiffany Keeler, one of Amperage's senior art directors. Good morning, Tiffany. Good morning, Brian. Hello. And last but not least, I'll introduce one of Amperage's experienced video producers, Mr. Monty Bowden. Hi, Monty. Hey, good morning, Brian. It's great to have you guys with us. I'm sure you're all recovering from sugar comas and food overload and maybe even a bit of a, you know, a little bit of a headache this morning. But it was a fun game to watch. I hope all of you guys watched this as we're going to talk a little bit about the commercials. It is estimated more than 96 million people tuned in to watch this year's Super Bowl. That seems like a lot of people. And today on the Amp Up podcast, we're going to dive into the commercials a bit and share some of our thoughts. Hopefully, a few things we discuss will resonate with you and will help with your advertising and media planning. Speaking of media planning, Denise, let's start with the program itself. You've worked in media for many, many years and have placed many ads in the big game. How have you seen the audience and the pricing for ads change over the years? Well, Brian, let's start with the investment first. On a national level, a 30-second commercial this year was $6.5 million. Wow. And that's an increase from $5.5 million in 2021. But rumor also had it that the cost of some of the commercials in the Super Bowl this year even went as high as $7.1 million because they were last-minute buys. So this year's price is actually the most expensive Super Bowl ad price in the NFL history. And you know what? Keep in mind that there are around 80 to 90 commercials airing during the Super Bowl. So you think of the revenue that that's bringing in. That's big money. It is big money. And it's funny because when you think of how much it is today, when the Super Bowl first came out in 1967, a spot cost was around 37500 And that doesn't sound like anything compared to the $5.6.5 million, but it probably was a big deal back in 1967. And, you know, we do buy commercials on the local level in the Cedar Rapids CMA and even in Wausau market. and a 30-second commercial here in Cedar Rapids would go for, I would say, between nine and $11,000. Wow, that's still a pretty big investment for people, isn't it, Denise? Well, it really is. And we typically try and buy the Super Bowl in some sort of a package where we're getting commercials, not only in the Super Bowl, but the pregame shows to kind of build up to that big game and the commercials in the game. Is that something you've seen change over the years, Denise, where it's that expanded pregame and postgame so that it almost becomes a five or six hour block that advertisers are buying in versus just maybe the three or four for the game? Yeah, it really is. I think people are trying to get more bang for their buck and they're just trying to 
get more frequency leading up into the game and then have that spot, you know, within the game too. So what do you think, Denise? You've been doing this for a long time for advertisers. Is this a good buy? Is it a good investment? Keep in mind that the Super Bowl is the most watched TV event in America. It's the biggest game of the year, and it's also the biggest day for advertisers. Is it a good investment? I think there's probably no better way to reach approximately 100 million people all at once than the Super Bowl. I mean, it's a big deal. And, you know, talk about audience. Not only people are tuning in to watch that game, but approximately 42% of people that are viewing the Super Bowl are specifically tuning in to watch those commercials. So people are going to the bathroom and getting their drink and food during the game, not during the commercials. Yeah, I think that could speak for a lot of us. We we tend to talk a lot more on Monday about the commercials than we certainly do the game itself. I don't know about you guys, but I really didn't even have a dog in the fight, but I certainly was rooting for some of the commercials to be great. Anything else that our clients who might be listening to this or advertisers, any other thoughts you would share, Denise, about advertising in the Super Bowl? Anything you've learned over the years? The Super Bowl commercials are, you know, they ramp up every year. They get better and better. And I think our clients want to be in that Super Bowl. They want to have that prestigious placement. And I think they think if you're in the Super Bowl, you're the big dog. I mean, you've got the investment to go there. But I think I also would suggest that, you know, don't just put a commercial in the Super Bowl and think that's all you need to do for marketing. You've got to keep up your marketing strategy. And if it can include the Super Bowl, then good for you. Thanks, Denise. You know, Monty, you've been producing commercials and videos and telling clients stories for a very long time. So what commercial stood out to you that told a great story? Thanks, Brian. And I just am fascinated by the numbers that Denise shares, you know, as they continue to get bigger every year. And her, certainly her last point about, you know, it, it can't be just the the one spot. It's got to be the whole strategy that you're building. But as far as just a story, I think that pulled at the heart, I got to give the nod on that one to Toyota. I think brothers that they profiled for the Paralympic spot, apologize, I, I don't recall their names, but I remember Toyota and they've been doing that consistently, you know, showing us those stories that kind of pull at the heartstrings. Did a, did a nice job with that. I think as far as though, just my favorite spot, as far as, you know, a brand that, that really just continues to grow its brand, you can't beat Anna Kendrick and Barbie. It's just something about what Rocket Mortgage did again this year, a follow-up to Tracy Morgan. He's tough to top, you know, but there was Anna and Barbie and talking about, you know, what can kind of be a complicated, oh, housing market, how are we doing? But they really brought it down. Hey, let's talk about it through uh, the eyes of a child, right? And I no Barbies in my house as we raised four boys. We had a lot of G.I. Joes, but still very relatable in taking, you know, some of those things that the little Barbie that was at the house flipper. And it just it was super cute. And I was kind of, you know, waiting for that one spot throughout the game, you know, that you kind of cheer for the big play. I was cheering for the big spot. And there were a lot of really good things. But when that one hit, I just had to go with Rocket Mortgage just coming through again, or Rocket Home. I think they're in the midst of some rebranding, but I really enjoyed the spot, and uh, I think it was uh, very memorable. I was reflecting a little bit on the spots that I saw, and I thought, okay, what's the strategy here? Some of them are tug at the heartstring, right? Some of them are make me laugh. Some of them is finding some range of emotion. Make me smarter. I felt like in some ways, like it was educating me. I, I felt that a lot about... Some of the electronic vehicle spots, I don't know if you felt something similar that I didn't feel a lot of the real tug at the heartstring kind of spots this year. I was a little surprised that we didn't see more of that. 
but humor talk about humor a little bit is that is that difficult it's interesting, you know, when you think about who was on in the spots, you know, there were some traditional folks that we always see, you know, McDonald's was there early with some humor. I really liked that spot. I was, they were kind of in a top spot for me until I was like, who's going to really make me laugh and have that good chuckle and, and be the thing that we're all going to talk about tomorrow. But McDonald's taking something, hey, don't we all struggle? It's our turn. Uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> to, yeah. And, and yet it's got to irritate their employees, right? So there's that. And so it's very relatable. It's very human. It's hard for all of us as much as we know. And and think we, what we know, what we want to order, it's still uh, And then to take celebrities and say, hey, we all struggle. We get it. So good job, McDonald's. But I think, too, when you think about some of the, the advertisers, the Bitcoins, uh, the cryptocurrency, how do those guys pull at the heartstrings? So I think they led to humor. Larry David just always comes through. He came through for, I think, the, I'm not real familiar, but FTX crypto I wrote down. But just a really funny approach that they delivered as well. Yeah, his nah. Yeah. That isn't going to work. <laughs> And I never get these things wrong. So Larry David. <laughs> you know, you talked about being cute and being retro, right? Like a throwback to a past spot. I thought E-Trade did well with bringing the babies back. You know, they're cute as can be. And then you can just tell the graphics have gotten better, right? I mean, the fact that the animation got better, that you really felt like those babies were delivering those lines, which is just makes it that much better. But I was also going to give, you know, for, for brand, I had to give a mention to NFL, what they did pregame with Holly Berry. They're in L.A. and Hollywood and bringing the great Super Bowl football moments and the great Hollywood football moments. That was really good. And then within the Super Bowl itself, the ad with the animated football players that came through the screen. Hey, look. They know what they've got for an audience, and they know how important the NFL brand is. The NFL did a really good job again this year of really marketing themselves to their own audience. I reached out to my college kids, and I said, okay, guys, I'm sure you're watching tonight. Is there a favorite spot? And I thought, well, it was interesting. I got an E-Trade early, and I even got a, you know, they love Ewan McGregor, so Expedia. But then all of a sudden, late, you know, Doritos and Cheetos, they never disappoint but then they came through when they saw that NFL spot. They were like, winner, winner. They just loved. And I think the fact that you have a spot about the NFL in an NFL game, I thought, mm, what is that? What is that trying to tell us? So a lot of really good creative stuff. Let me shift gears a little bit. Tiffany, I'm sure you had lots of favorites. I know you as a very, very creative, out-of-the-box thinker. You probably see things a little bit differently than Monty and I do. Were, were there one or two that jumped out to you for maybe their creativity? Yeah, thank you, Brian. I would agree with Monty when he talked about Toyota, Start Your Impossible with the Blind Brothers. That one really stuck out. I have about three hearts on that one on my notes. Another one that I thought, and I think I've been hearing this, we talked about it last night when it was on. It was the, the QR code bouncing around for 60 minutes. Kind of at first, it was interesting because kind of at first nobody had like a reaction, but it just kept going and going. And I started watching the people that were here with me. We had about 15, 20 people here. And every single person kind of got their phones out like, okay, what is this? I said nothing. I just wanted to see what people would say. And I thought it was interesting. Another thing I thought was interesting is they clicked on it to see what it was and that was it. And it kind of went nowhere. So I thought I thought that was kind of interesting. I'd like to kind of hear what everybody else thought about that one too. And if did you scan the code, Brian? Did you scan it, Brian? I was not a code scanner. Okay. No, I I missed that opportunity, and I think <laughs> I really wasn't up for the call to action. I guess I was watching with 
a couple of our family members, my oldest son and his wife, and they both, you know, immediately they got their phone out and finally I, okay, I'll do it. But yeah, the scan through strategy or click through strategy was pretty disappointing. I was hoping there would be something really cool on the other side and it was just sign up for our stuff. Mm, a little disappointed. Yeah. So Tiffany, what else jumped out to you to be, it was, you thought was, you know, really creative or, or okay. really reach you? Definitely the sloth in the Hot Cheetos commercial. I thought that was pretty creative. The Electric Avenue song got me from across the, you know, I wasn't, I was paying attention. I could only see it. And I was like, oh, we have to turn this up. So that got me for the the BMW electric car. I thought that was good. And uh, Selma Hayek was in was it. Was that the one with an Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? It was. Yeah. I'm curious to know, that was actually one of mine that was kind of fell flat for me. It tried to do so many things. It had Electric Avenue. It had Zeus. I couldn't figure out why Zeus and Selma Hayek and... Yeah, but that little baby Pegasus was so cute. (laughs) It was so cute. I wish Arnold would have picked him up. That would have been hilarious, but it was really fun. It it just was a reminder of, you know, the spot that tries to do way too much, right? It was just a lot happening in there. And I got all done and I went, oh, BMW. I think of classy, classic, something that would be more elegant. And instead it was chaos. Lots of stuff going on. Yeah. More like Kia with their little robo dog that touched your heart, right? The little doggy. Oh, yeah. He got his charge. Did anybody see the Mary J. Bly spot? That was a big favorite. Yes. That was, yes, that was probably one of my favorites too. It was, you know, get your screening for for breast cancer. And it was her first Super Bowl commercial debut. So I thought I thought that was really neat. Yeah, whole logic, right? Breast cancer skin. What did you guys think of the Uber Eats commercial? No. Nah. I liked the song. <laughs> <laughs> when they started eating the uh, deodorant and the lipstick and I'm like, what? What's going on here? What is happening? <laughs> My comment was, and maybe this is the advertiser in me, that I feel like they're setting up a brand change that it's like, we've been Uber Eats, but now we're going to be more than food. So are we going to be something else? Some kind of broader delivery name where they're introducing the idea that now they're going to deliver more than food. I, I don't know, but that seemed to make sense for me. So let's take this real quick. Denise, did you have a best of class? Did you have a favorite? I like the Budweiser with the Clydesdale getting hurt and the, the concerned dog. Chris, I'm a sucker when it comes to a dog. And Tiffany mentioned the Doritos Flamin' Hot with the sloth. I thought that was a good one. But you know what? The one that I had to watch it a couple times before I really got what was going on was the Amazon Alexa with Scarlett Johansson. Alexa is reading your mind. And I thought, oh my goodness, if that were true, I would seriously need to get rid of mine. I mean, seriously. Wow. That could be dangerous. Tiffany, how about you? Well, I think I, I think I stand by the Toyota, the start your impossible. I'm, you know, I'm an emotionally driven person. And I think that really, really got me. I think that's the one that I would say. The other one as a creative person, the bouncing QR code. I mean, it was pretty creative. I mean, like I think it was Monty that said, you know, they can't pull you emotionally. So what are they going to do? They have a, a bouncing QR code that changes colors. You know, it did. I did hear this morning that it crashed all of their servers <laughs> last night. So right, wrong, good or bad. I mean, yeah, I think I heard 
20 million scans, something like that. I guess I was impressed that I got through when I, when I scanned it. That was my first thought was, wow, it, it worked. I'm just going to pick up on Toyota. So the Toyota pulled up my heartstrings. Then later, they made me laugh with keeping up with the Joneses, with all the, all the famous Joneses driving their trucks around, and then the Jonas Brothers, which was cute. I, I'm not sure that it ended where I thought it might, but uh, it, it was just fun. And I, I think it showed that, hey, Toyota, they get it. They can make us feel the feels, and they can make us laugh the laughs. And so, so good job, Toyota, again. And, you know, they've been on with us throughout the Olympics, if you've been consuming that with some spots. One of the things I wanted to, to maybe ask Denise, if I can just interject for a moment here, Brian, how important is it for placement, Denise, from your perspective, media about Because as I'm watching, you get to halftime, which we got to halftime was a great show. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That was that was fun. But ad fatigue, I've been watching and I was obviously watching for a reason. I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but when you're in the second half, what's happening to audience, Denise? How important is it to really be in that first half of the game? And, and is there real value being later on with people tuned out? You know, the party's kind of winding down. I just wonder um, about the, the placement and how important that, that becomes. You know, Monty, if the game is really good, you know, it's a nail-biting game to the end, you're going to have viewership, you know, high throughout the whole game. I was kind of noticing, too, last night who, who was in the first half and who was in the second half. and I really do think it depends on the score of the game and who's playing. I noticed the ones at the end break, too, after the game, and seeing how many people were still advertising, you know, after the game was over. And there were some big players there, too. So I think that's a hard question to answer to be, you know, real specific as whether or not you should be in the first half or the second half. For local clients, I usually tell them if we can get in the third quarter, that's probably a pretty good place to be. I mean, if the team's kind of, somebody gets way ahead in the third, fourth quarter, then I think people start to tune out. And that's where I think I saw your work. I saw a client placement locally here. So great job. <laughs> now we usually, we actually had four clients in the Super Bowl and one of them ran two spots. So awesome. that was pretty cool to see. All right. We've, we've talked about all the good ones. Who really missed the mark? Tiffany, I'm going to start with you. Who was a swing and a miss for you? So I have... Carvana, thumbs way down. That's what I have written on my paper. <laughs> thumbs way Can, down. Not even just down, but way down. And to be honest with you, I don't even remember. I don't remember that commercial. So, oh, was that the one where the mom not, kept? That's the one where the mom kept bragging about how she bought her car. Yeah, I think I think so. That shows how bad it is. So I know for you, <laughs> Tiffany, way thumbs down is the it's... is the opposite of three hearts. So <laughs> thank you. We understand your scoring system. Not an award winner, Denise. How about you? Was there one that was just a dud? I saw the one with Dolly Parton in it. It was for the phone. I don't remember what the phone was. And then the second part to that commercial was Miley Cyrus, and she was singing about the phone. And I wasn't a real big fan of that one. I can agree with that. I, I thought the, the ad was a little disjointed, but you really can't argue the line that Dolly delivered about having to get the news. I have to get this off my chest. I mean, come on, that joke never gets old. Yeah, no, that, that was a good line. <laughs> yes, yes. Monty, how about you? A dud? 
it's funny. I have a note here. I think I was just writing down everybody's spots <laughs> next to WeatherTech. I think the people that make floor mats and stuff for your car. I just wrote down, "Ouch, no!" <laughs> it was really them showing us their product or something. I thought you did that for the Super Bowl. Come on, guys! But I think a couple of others that I wish would more. I mean, we had Turkish Airlines had Morgan Freeman. And Booking.com had Idris Alba. I mean, talk about two great voices, personalities. It just didn't go anywhere. I mean, yeah, it was cute, the Booking.com. But I thought those are they're just a couple of my favorites. Yeah, similarly for me, Monty, my dad, who's in his late 70s, texted me this. Every year he texts me with something of what is, which means he's seen a commercial and has no idea what this organization is. This time it was what is Salesforce? And he said this beautiful spot from Matthew McConaughey and he's talking about, let's not go to the metaverse. Let's stay right here. And I'm thinking it's like for Expedia, let's go on a trip. Let's enjoy this country. Let's enjoy this world. And instead it's Salesforce. And I thought, how many people are sitting out there going, what's a Salesforce? The other one for me was I got all done and I went, what is Polestar 2? I have no (laughs) idea what Polestar 2 is. So those were kind of flat for me so that spot was just all about let's let's poke our competitor right let's just take it to tesla and and all the things exactly i I was i was waiting for the next spot from them to kind of finish their story maybe it'll maybe it'll be coming later as it goes on well lots of great spots to talk about today i will be very conscious the next time i pull up to mcdonald's that how many times i say um before i order Definitely some great movies to see. I think we all will probably head back to the movie theaters soon after this Super Bowl. And I think we all know that Law & Order is back. Any other parting words? Any other spots you guys uh, want to talk about? Monty? Just a question for for this group. A lot of the spots we're seeing before Super Bowl, you know, the pre-launch. What, what were you guys' thoughts? Do you, do you like seeing them in the head? Do you like to be surprised? A lot of the great spots we'd already seen, I felt, that some of the ones that we mentioned, or they may have given us a little bit more, but we kind of already, the curtain had been raised on those spots. Just Were you disappointed that you'd seen it early, or were, did you ter- purposely stay away? I just wonder, because we get Super Bowl, oh, sorry, big game spots that are really before the big game. I'm actually glad that you asked this. We had, internally last week, we in our design meeting, we kind of talked about that. Like some of them said, oh yeah, you know, I like to watch them beforehand. And I purposely stay away to not see them so that I can take them in as a consumer. I want to see what everybody else is seeing. And I think I've always done that and I like it better that way. So you were talking about the Matthew McConaughey one. I had seen that one prior to. So when it came on, I just didn't watch it just because I had already seen it and we already had a conversation about it internally. So I try to not watch them, you know, to get excited like everybody else when they see it. Denise, how about you? You know what? I did watch some of them beforehand and I agree with Tiffany. Then when they came on during the Super Bowl, it was like, oh yeah, I'd already seen that. But you know what I was amazed at, I guess, and I think it's more and more every year of all the celebrities that are in the commercials. And of course, when I'm watching watching them before the show, you can kind of read the verbiage about the commercial and it's telling, you know, who's in the commercial and all that. So that's what I kind of like about watching them beforehand. Great information today, gang. I love the conversation. I appreciate your insights. You guys were super. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You bet. You bet. Come back again. Well, that's it for today's Amp Up podcast. If you like what you've heard on our podcast, please share it. Go to amperagemarketing.com. 
Also, if you get a chance, please rate and review us. We appreciate any feedback, and on behalf of all of us at Amperage, thank you. Check in on another podcast, and we will help you move the needle.